0: Hey guys, I'm back again Safra Sumro For for a reading Becoming Supernatural By Dr. George Spencer This is a fantastic book That is actually telling It has scientific information And it's very Powerful If anybody can go through it It can raise you to a different level. So today's topic I'm reading is making genetic changes. When uh, we used to think that genes created diseases and that we were at the mercy of our DNA. So if many people in someone's family died of heart disease, we assumed that their chances of also developing heart disease would be pretty high but we now know through the science of epigenetics that it is not the gene that creates disease but the environment that programs our genes to create disease and not just the external environment outside of our body cigarette smoking or pesticides for example but also internal environment within our body the environment outside our cells. What do I know, what I meant by the environment within our body, as I said previously, emotions are chemical feedback, the end of product of experience we have in an external environment. So, as we react to a situation in our external environment that produces emotion, the resulting internal chemistry can signal our gene to either turn on, up-regulating or producing an increased exp- expression of the gene, or to turn off, down-regulating or producing a decreased expression of genes. The gene itself doesn't physically change. The expression of gene changes and that the expression is what matters most because that is what affects our health and our lives. Thus, even though someone may have genetic predisposition for a particular disease, for example, if their genes continue to express health instead of expressing their disease, they won't develop that condition and will remain healthy. Think of a body as a finely tuned instrument that produces protein. Every one of our cells except red cell, red blood cell, makes protein, which are responsible for body's physical structure and physiological functions. For example, muscle cells make specific protein known as actin and myosin. And skin cells make protein, collagen, and elastin. Immune cells make antibodies, thyroid cells make thyroxin, and bone marrow cells make hemoglobin. Some of our eye cells make keratin while our pancreatic cells make enzymes like protease, lipase and amylase. There isn't an organ or system in the body that does not rely on or produce protein. They are a vital part of our immune system, digestion, Cellular repair and bone and muscular structure. You name it They are part of it in a very Real way then the expression of protein is the expression of life and is equal to the health of body In order for a cell to make a protein gene must be expressed That is the job of gene to facilitate making protein when signals from an environment outside of a cell reaches the cell membrane, the chemical is accepted by a receptors outside of the cells and makes it its way to the DNA inside the cell. Then gene makes a new protein that is equal to that signal. So if the information coming from outside of the cell does not change, the gene keeps making the same protein and the body stays the same. Over time, the gene will begin to down-regulate, it will either shut off its healthy expression of protein or it will eventually wear out and like, like making a copy of a copy of a copy causing the body to express different quality of protein. Different classification or stimuli, upregulate and downregulate genes. We activate experience dependent gene, for example, by doing new things or learning new information. These genes are responsible for stem cells getting the instruction to differentiate, transforming into whatever type of cell the body needs at that particular time to replace cells that are damaged. We activate behavioral state-dependent genes when we are in a high level of stress or arousal or in an alternate state of awareness like dreaming. You can think of these genes as a fulcrum of mind-body connection because they provide a link between our thoughts and our body, allowing us to influence our physical health through various behaviors meditation, prayer, social, social ritual, for example. When genes are altered in this way, sometimes within minutes, the those altered genes can then be passed on to the next generations. So when you change your emotions, you can change the expression of your gene, turning some on and turn others off because you are sending a new chemical signal to your DNA, which can then instruct your gene to make different protein up regulating or down regulating to make all kind of new building blocks that can change the structure or function of your body for example if your immune system has been subject to living in the emotion of stress for too long and has certain gene activated in the inflammation and disease you can turn on new gene for growth and repair and switch off the old gene responsible for disease at the same time these epigenetically altered genes will begin to follow new instructions making new protein and reprogramming the body for growth repair and healing this is how you can successfully recondition your body to a new mind as you read as you read earlier in the chapter, this means that if you are living by the same emotion day in and day out, your body believes it is the same environmental condition, then those feelings influence you to make same choices, causing you to demonstrate the same habits that then create the same experience then, that then produces the same emotions all over again. Thanks to those automatic program habit, your cells are constantly being exposed to the same chemical environment outside your body in your environment as well as outside the cell but within your body. The chemistry keeps signaling the same gene in that same way and you are stuck because when you say same, Your genetic expression stays the same. And now you are headed for genetic destiny because you don't have any new information coming from the environment. But what if the circumstances in your life change for better? Shouldn't that also change the chemical environment surrounding your cells? Yes, that happens, but not all the time. If you spend years conditioning your body to this cycle of thinking and feeling and then feeling and thinking without realizing it, you have also conditioned your body to become addicted to those emotions. So simply changing the external environment by, say, getting a new job doesn't necessarily break the addiction any more than someone addicted to drugs would be able to stop their craving just by winning the lottery or moving to Hawaii. Because of thinking, feeling loop, sooner or later after the novelty of experience is over, most people return to their baseline emotion state and the body believes it is in the same older experience that created the same old emotion. So if you were miserable in your old job, but managed to get a new one, you might be happy for a new week, for a few weeks or even a few months. But if you have spent years conditioning your body to be addicted to misery, you would eventually return to that old emotion because your body would crave its chemical fixes. Your outer environment may be may have changed, but your body will always believe its internal chemistry more than its external conditions. So it remains emotionally locked into your old state of being. Are still addicted to those old emotions? That is just another way of saying you are still living in the past. And because that internal chemistry hasn't changed, you can't change the expression of your gene to make a new protein in order to improve the structure or function of your body. So there's no other change, no change in your health or in your life. That is why I say, you have to think greater than the way you feel to make any real lasting changes. In the winter of 2016, at our advanced workshop in Tacoma, Washington, my team and I performed a study on affect elevated emotion that had, emotions had immune function, taking saliva, sample from 117 test subjects at the start of the workshop and then again four days later at the workshop's conclusion we measure the immunoglobin a protein marker for the strength of the immune system immunoglobin is an incredible powerful chemical one of the primary proteins responsible for healthy immune function and the internal defense system it is it's constantly fighting barrage a barrage of bacteria, virus, fungi, and other organisms that invades or are already living within the body internal environment. It is so powerful that it's better than any flu shot or immune system booster you could possibly take when it's activated its primary internal defense system in the human body when a stress level and therefore the level of a stress hormone like cortisol go up the lower level of uh, hemoglobin thereby compromising and down regulating the immune systems expression of the gene that makes this protein during our four-day workshop, we ask our studies participants to move into an elevated emotional state such as love, joy, inspiration, and the gratitude for 9 to 10 minutes, 3 times a day. If we could elevate our emotions, we wonder, could we boost our immune system? In other words, could our students upregulate the gene of hemoglobin simply by changing the emotional state? The result amazed us. Average hemoglobin level shot up to 49.5%. The normal range of hemoglobin is from 37 to 87 mg per decelerator. But some people measure more than 100 milligram decelerator at the end of the workshop. Our test subject showed significant measurable epigenetic changes without having any significant experience in the external environment by attending attending the states of elevated emotion even just for a few days their bodies began to believe that they were in a new environment so they were able to signal new genes and the changes there and eventually changes their genetic expressions This means that you might not need a pharmacy or oxygenous substance to heal you. You have the power from within to upregulate the genes that mix hemoglobin within a few days. Something as simple as moving into the elevated state of joy, love, inspiration or gratitude for 5 to 10 minutes a day can produce significant epigenetic changes in your health and body. So that's all for today. If you want to check out Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, you can check him out on YouTube. He has Joe Dispenza. I believe he has his own website. And he offers kind of a lot of programs to change people's life. It is changing my life as we speak. And uh, I like you, I invite you to go ahead and check it out. And let me know if you can uh, uh, comment on this or if you can, uh, if you have read this book before and are hearing me, uh, leave me a comment and see uh, how it goes. Uh, Thank you very much and welcome.